Hello, everybody. I'm back and welcome back to the Virtue Over Vanity podcast. I am elated, like really, especially now that we published our first podcast and we're on to the next. The feedback and the response was way more than I imagined. And so for that, I'm thankful. So if you listened, if you shared, if you provided email responses, DMs, text messages, whatever, I just want to let you know, I thank you. I appreciate it because it encouraged me. And, you know, it really did. It encouraged me. And so the funny thing is, I'm so glad that like I got over myself. I had to get over myself. And I say this because the last podcast was not initially what I wanted. You know, I wanted to take it up a notch from a production standpoint. But again, I had to get over myself, you know, and sometimes that's what is necessary. You have to get over yourself, period. I was negotiating obedience for perfection and I got into that whole analysis paralysis realm and, you know, author Ash said it best. He said, start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. Start where you are. You don't have to start where someone else is. You can start right where you are going on this third week in the first quarter of the new year. You can start right where you are. Use what you have. You don't have to have a gym membership. You don't have to have seed money. You don't have to have an engagement ring. You don't have to have insurance, health insurance, whatever it is you need to do. You use what you have. You may not have everything it takes, but there's something that you can use right now to get you on track and to help you progress. And then he said, do what you can. You may not be able to do it all, but there's something you can do today. So again, thank you because I had to get over myself. And I guess the question is now, have you gotten over yourself? Like, really, ask yourself that question. Have I gotten over myself? Because today's episode is titled, Virtue Can Handle Your Vice. Virtue can handle your vice. Whatever your vice is, whatever your issue is, virtue can handle your vice. But we've got to be honest with ourselves. You've got to be honest with yourself. I don't know your circumstance. I don't know your situation. But are you your own vice? And I only ask that because in our last podcast, we discussed the fantasy versus the reality, you know, of that whole new year, new me, what's going to be different. We talked ultimately about a new experience and where a new experience is going to come from. We talked about making new decisions and changes. And now that we understand what's necessary, I want to know, have you like got in the mode? Have you started creating new patterns? Do you have a new regimen? Do you have a new routine? Because sometimes it's difficult. And what happens to some people is the minute they miss it, you know, they fall off the wagon, they never get back on. And so that's why I'm excited about this podcast because I want to encourage you that whatever you set out to do and whatever you see and saw for yourself, I want you to still see it despite what you presently see. What did you see for 2019 and beyond? Just because you have been inconsistent or just because things have not gone the way that you expected, even though you have been consistent, I want you to stay focused because whatever vice you have, virtue can handle it, period. One challenge in particular 
is a concept that it derived its origin from behavioral psychology, right? I want to talk a little bit about this, about falling off that wagon, because that can be discouraging. But before I get to that, you have to have and understand what it means to have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. You've got to. You also have to understand that there is a power that comes from the Holy Spirit. And there's also mind renewal, right? That handles the spiritual side of things when you want to see change. The fact that you have received the gift of salvation, the fact that you have received the gift of the Holy Spirit, which the love of God was being shed abroad in your heart, you know, during that time that you received that gift. And then you've actively been participating and engaging in mind renewal, you know, replacing old, erroneous thoughts with new ideas and new ways of doing things. That's the spiritual side. But now on the natural side, I want to discuss this concept from behavioral psychology called Extinction Burst only because it helped me. And the concept involves the elimination of behavior by refusing to reinforce it. Extinction Burst is a concept derived from behavioral psychology and it involves the concept of elimination of a behavior by refusing to reinforce it. And so this is like at the beginning of the year, you're saying, okay, I'm going to stop, let's say, sleeping over, sleeping late, you know, by cold turkey, setting my alarm clock, waking up every morning, whatever it is, stop smoking. So the misconception that's associated with that, and this happens every new year, is that if you stop engaging in a bad habit, the habit will gradually diminish until it disappears from your life. That's the misconception. The misconception is, is that if you stop engaging in a bad habit, the habit will gradually diminish until it disappears from your life. No, it doesn't work like that. Okay. The truth, based on research, is that anytime you quit something cold turkey, your brain will make a last ditch effort to return you to your old ways and a place of familiarity. So that's what really happens. Even though we believe and we say, okay, I'm going to change this and start in January 1st. I'm going to be, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to begin saving. I'm going to start going to church. I'm going to start reading my Bible, whatever it is. You say that you're going to switch out the thing that you've been doing. You know, you're going to starve your doubts, so to speak, and feed your faith. You know, but what really happens is, is that whenever you quit something, cold turkey, your brain makes that last ditch effort to return you to your old ways and a place of familiarity. And this is something that has been studied. You know, it's a primitive aspect where they say, oh, you know, we like familiarity. We like what we're used to. And so I say that not to give you an excuse, not to excuse away falling off the wagon and not jumping back on, but to say, okay, beware of this. Just because this happens doesn't mean that you can't make the change. It doesn't mean that you can't be consistent. It doesn't mean that you won't see progress. It just means that you were very close and this was the last resort that the brain had. This was, this was the last trick. And so knowing that should actually encourage you to get back on track. And if you haven't started, to start, whatever that is. And so I have a few resources that I want to share with you, you know, about me. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have a family. 
you know, and different things that I'm responsible for. And the way that I make sure that I stay, I'm on point is by utilizing some of the resources and the tools that I want to share with you. And so we'll talk about those a little later. But again, you've got to get over yourself, even when it comes to health. I keep going to this one, and I guess it's because it's common. But when it comes to your health, you know, I understood that, like, if you think you look better (laughs) than some people, then you just say, okay, I'm okay. I don't have to do that much, you know? And again, if you think like that, you've got to get over yourself. Whatever your goal is for the ultimate you is, you've got to get on track to that, to be the best version of yourself, to be who it is that God created you to be, you know? And first of all, you shouldn't be comparing to who you look better than. But if you are, I always tell people, compare up. You know, I tell couples, oh, we're doing better than that couple. No, compare up. Compare up. Work on the little things that are spoiling your relationship. But no, you've got to get over yourself. Get over your present state so that you can develop into that person. So you can see that promise. And then there's the person who disqualifies themselves saying, oh, I'm too far from my goal. So why start? That's discouraging. I see people time after time, year after year, they want to get in shape. And quietly, they're like, they're dying on the inside because they want to change, but they don't know how. And that's why you see people resorting to surgery, which I have no problem with if it's safe. But you see people who are going to these extremes because they can't do it on their own. But if you knew that this happens regularly to other people, I think that you would be encouraged. For me, it was encouraging to know. But you got to get over yourself and you've got to get out of your own way. No matter how far you are from your goal, every day I realize you persist, it brings you closer. And so whatever that that vision is that God gave you, whatever that purpose is, every day you should be touching it and you should be doing something toward it. Not necessarily delegating to other people, but you, if it's been entrusted to you, you've got to be a good steward over it. You've got to make sure that you're active. You've got to make sure that you are researching and studying and paying attention to and working on it every day. I don't care if it's an hour a day. I don't care if it's 10 minutes. I don't care if it's one Google search. You know, you've got to start making it your priority because every day that you persist, it brings you closer. And it's vanity. It's vain to make up excuses. Okay. But what's virtuous is the ability to push past your own limitations and do what's right, despite how you feel. And even as we address virtue over vanity, let's talk a little bit more about what this podcast is. You know, let's talk a little bit more about what it means. When you think about virtue, what words come to mind? When you think about vanity, what words come to mind? My goal is to look at this world and to look at life through a lens of virtuosity. That's what my goal is. Because in Proverbs 14 and 12, it says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. That's what it says in Proverbs 14 and 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 21 and 2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, 
but the Lord pondereth the hearts. So clearly, this was stated thousands of years ago in the Bible, and he referred to a world established on vanity in a universe of opinions. Is that not what we're seeing today? We're seeing a world established on vanity in a universe of opinions where opinions are king. And so that's what we really need to understand. There's a way that seemed right unto man. It seems right to eat a high fructose syrup. It seems right to eat high sodium foods. It tastes right, that's for sure. And that's what sells the most. You know, it seems right to eat a certain way. It seems right to do the things that we're doing to the planet. It seemed like it was solving a problem at the time. But again, there's a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. And so when we're talking about vanity, we're talking about conceit, narcissism, self-absorption, egotism, pride, arrogance, cockiness, futility, uselessness, pointlessness, worthlessness, fruitlessness. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about vanity. But then when we talk about virtuosity and the definition of virtuous or showing excellence of moral character, we're referring to goodness and righteousness and morality and integrity, dignity, honor, decency, respectability, nobility, worthiness, purity, principles, ethics, good points, good quality, assets, attributes, usefulness, benefits, advantages, features. That's what we're talking about. I like that second category better, virtuosity. And every day we step out, every day we wake up, we have a choice on which path we're going to take. We have a choice of which way we should go. We have a choice of how we're going to think, how we're going to plan our day, how we're going to execute our goals, how we're going to treat our neighbor, how we're going to treat our family members and our coworkers, how we're going to react to the good and unexpected that comes our way. Every day, we have a choice. So are we going to go that route that we talked about? Nobility, respectability, honor, worthiness, purity, ethics, principles, dignity? Or are we going to go the route of arrogance, conceit, narcissism, self-absorption, self-regard, egotism, worthlessness, pointlessness. Which way are we going to go? I know which way I'm going. It's time to start seeing things through the lens of virtuosity. In Philippians 4 and 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's what we need to be thinking about. That's what we need to be feeding and fueling our spirit and our motives and our actions with. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those changes that you want to make, virtue can handle your vice. Anytime you put up bad behavior, wrong behavior, and you put it up against right thinking, you put it up against godly thinking, you put it up against what is pure, what is lovely, what is of good report, 
What do you think is going to win? Virtue. Virtue is going to handle that vice. So don't be discouraged because you fell off the wagon or you weren't consistent or you didn't start or you're not where somebody else is. You've got to make up in your mind that what it is you believe, what it is that you were purposed to do, what you saw, what you heard, it's going to happen despite what you see. And let virtue handle the vice. Because every level you go to, every next level, it's going to require a next level of discipline. And that's why it's important to have the right mindset. Because if you don't, you remember we talked about that extinction burst. We talked about that last ditch effort to return to a way that's comfortable and familiar. We talked about that defense mechanism of the brain and the body that wants to keep you where you are. You know, and so even for this podcast, this was encouraging for me to step out and do so I can get out of my comfort zone. I'm not here to entertain you. You know, this is a healthy outlet. I think there's enough entertainment. So even if you're listening to this while you're working or while you're jogging or on your way to work, I want you to have another option, a healthy option. Remember Philippians 4 and 8, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. I mean, we live in a world, we talked about it a couple moments ago. When you talk about vanity and there's a way that seems right, don't watch the news, actually. I was going to say watch the news, but don't watch it unless you need to know what to pray for because you're going to be discouraged. It's difficult and challenging to get good news, especially in a world that thrives off of negativity. And that negativity is associated with the base nature, the lower nature. So that's why you've got to do things that and operate at a higher level and at a higher standard so that you're going to find yourself being more inclined to want to hear that which is good. And the more good news that you hear, the more good news you're going to subscribe to. And the more good news that you subscribe to, the more good you're going to see in your life. That's what you're going to see manifested. So make sure that those things that we talked about, now that we understand what the reality of the new year is going to be for you, this is going to be a year where you dominate. This is going to be a year where you overcome all of the past challenges, all of the hindrances and the roadblocks that have kept you stagnant for years. This is the year that that cycle changes. It ends for you. And that's going to happen when you understand that virtue can handle your vice. The power of God, the power of love, the power that was given to us through the Holy Spirit from the work that was done on the cross through our beloved Savior, our brother, Jesus Christ. That's how we're going to be empowered. And those resources that I shared with you, I told you I'm a schedule warrior. I have a productivity planner. I have a healthier me planner. I have a goals planner and I have a gratitude planner. And all four of those will greatly assist you on this journey. So I want you to email me if you want me to send you one. I'm doing this for like the first 50 uh, people that send out emails. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast because I want to give these tools to you for free. There's again a productivity planner. This is something that is more, it's more like a time management you know, you might be good when it comes to setting big goals, maybe quarterly. You know, there's one goal you have for the year. You need measurable mile markers to help you get there. 
And the productivity planner helps you to set your day and your week, what you're going to be doing with your time. How are you going to be planning? What do you have scheduled? And how is this going to help you meet the larger goal? So for the person who is a multitasker, for the person who's just historically unorganized, this will help you. For the person who's artistic and they think and they create at the drop of a dime, this may help you to get some structure. And then the gratitude planner is, it's more like a journal on gratefulness and helping you to set your mind to be grateful and thankful. So this will help the person that may confront depression. This may help with the person who just wants to be positive. And we know the power of gratefulness and positivity. So that may be for you. And the other two, a healthier me planner, that's going to be great because that helps you monitor like real life, what you're eating, what your goal was, what your physicality level was, what nutritious, what did you eat that was healthy? And so it has a lot of information in it. And I'm thinking about like creating a Fitbit or some sort of group where maybe there's some accountability there. You let me know in the feedback. And then there's a goals planner and that helps you set larger goals. So all four of those I have, you let me know which one you need. I'm doing that for the first 50 people who send me emails to connect at virtueovervanity.com. And we're going to watch our dreams unfold. We're going to watch God do some amazing things in our life. And we're going to be able to celebrate together. All right. So thank you again for your attention. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And until next time.